You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All. And if you're new here, I am the owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. We are a Pinterest management and marketing agency based out of Portland, Oregon. We manage for over 130 organic Pinterest management clients. We have a promoted pins department where we manage for clients there who want to run ads on Pinterest. And we also have an images department where we run almost 500 monthly Pinterest images for clients and people who want that one-time service. I also have a membership community where we help people with their Pinterest marketing to not only give them information, but help them take action on it. And last, I have this podcast here so you can DIY your Pinterest marketing with the tips I'm sharing and not be overwhelmed or go down any crazy rabbit trails. If you are listening to this episode for the very first time, this episode, we're not going to cover Pinterest marketing. So feel free to go back to the one that was just a few back about 2020 Pinterest marketing goals. There's a lot of tips for getting started or even go back to the archives on the page. You can find it at simplepinmedia.com and just click podcast. We're deviating away today from Pinterest marketing to talk about business. So one of the things that people ask me a lot is about how I've grown this business in the last six years. I talk about it a little bit on here, and we can link to some of the episodes that I've shared previously about my story, about the team, and how the business has grown. But one thing that people come to me a lot about is coaching or masterminds. I have talked before that I do one-on-one coaching. In fact, one-on-one coaching was one of the very first business investments I made in 2014, November of 2014, when we made the decision to take SimplePin from a side hustle into a full-fledged business. It was a big investment. It was something that I knew I needed. I was basically starting a business and I had no idea how to do it. And so I invested in my first business coach, Leslie Samuel. He runs Become a Blogger. And he allowed me to see my business in a different perspective. Since that time, I've also done masterminds, paid masterminds, and I currently am a part of two peer masterminds. And now I have gone back to one-on-one coaching, and I've been with the same coach for about 19 months. So the questions people always ask me is, Kate, how do you determine what to do? Should I do coaching or should I do a mastermind? And I feel like through the experiences that I've had, which thankfully have not been in the tens, I've basically only worked with two different coaches one-on-one. I've actually done some other very targeted coaching. So that's not true. I've worked with four coaches and I've done a paid mastermind. And like I said, I have two peer masterminds. So people come to me and ask me how I decided to do what I was going to do. So we're going to cover that in today's episode. But before we dive into that, I want to let you know that the Simple Pin Pinterest Planner is available to you for free. 20 pages of Pinterest marketing goodness that you can download, even take to an office supply store and have bound to make it look even prettier. 
to be able to stat track um, all year long, each and every month as checklist tips and more. You can get that by going to simplepinmedia.com slash planner. All right, before you make the decision to do coaching or a mastermind, there's a few things you need to take into consideration. In fact, there's four things that I tell people to think about. Number one, why? Why do you need somebody to help you reach your goals? Um, who is the person that can help you reach those goals? So that being said, you have to know why you're actually hiring somebody. So the first time I hired my business coach, it was because I was really overwhelmed. I was getting a lot of contact requests and I had no idea what to do next. In fact, I found myself saying, I feel like I'm tripping over my feet. I need somebody to tell me what to do. And that's a really good place to be, actually, because you are, you know so clearly what you need help with. So that's number one. What is your, why are you even hiring somebody or why are you even joining a mastermind? Time commitment. How much time do you have to commit to the coaching or the meetings and the tasks that they're going to give you? Coaching is usually very cut and dry. You're either meeting two to four times per, per month for about an hour. Some are a little bit longer. With a mastermind, you're probably meeting every week, potentially, but you're also having to have longer meetings, depending on how many people who are in this particular group. Some masterminds only meet once a month, but still, those might be very long meetings where a few people are in the hot seats. I'll describe a little bit more about what happens in a mastermind in just a minute. So your time commitment. Do you have the time to commit to at least four hours a month to invest in what the people are asking you to do. Because ultimately, you're hiring somebody or you're joining a mastermind because you want to move your business forward. So if you're hiring somebody, you're not actually doing what they tell you to do. It's a waste of money. Personality. This is such a big one that I learned later on. In fact, towards the end of my first round of coaching. I am a fact finder. I've talked a little bit before on this podcast about the Colby, K-O-L-B-E. And I am a high follow through, high fact finder, low quick start and low implementer. And what that means is I like to gather a lot of information before I make a decision. And joining a mastermind is hard for me because I have a lot of different opinions speaking into my business. It's a great place for collaboration. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But I learned my personality is I need one person giving me feedback, speaking into my business, and helping me go the distance with my goals. Some people are quick starts. So they are going to give you a lot of ideas. They're going to be in fact, a lot of business owners are pretty high quick starts. They're visionaries. So they're going to throw out all these great ideas and they're like, okay, go do it. Well, me, I'm going to go do it anyway. I'm going to take action almost immediately when you give me a checklist. And I need checklists. I need goals. My brain always thinks in goals about everything. And I just do it inherently. So if you tell me to do something small, I go, okay, how do I get this here and make this done, this done? Okay, good. I'm, I'm great. In fact, my current coach often says, I give you a plan for a quarter. And even before the quarter starts, you've already done it. So we need to give you a, we need to give you more or we need you to slow down and actually sit with what it is I'm asking you to do and go deeper on it instead of being so consumed with getting it done. 
So that's also another piece right there is your coach or your mastermind leader needs to know how you tick. So I believe there should be some conversation in the beginning at looking at how you're wired. And that will allow the person who's leading you to know how to give you things to do, how to push you forward. It just gives you a better coaching experience or mastermind experience. Budget. This is such a big one for people. Really, the question is, how much are you willing to spend on a mastermind or coaching? Or rather, how much can you afford to spend? I've paid between $500 a month and $2,500 a month. I've also paid one-time fees of coaching. Um, I did speaking coaching with Abby Reich of Your Message Matters, and I paid her a lump sum to do an eight-week session with me. It was meeting once a week to prepare my signature talk. I've also worked with another speaking coach that I paid one time, and we met just a couple of times to prepare for the talk, but they were longer meetings. I set aside money to invest in these particular things because I knew that there would be a return on the other side. So that being said, I am not a big proponent of going into debt. If I did not have the money, I would not spend it. When I first invested in coaching, it was $500 a month. And I was making probably at that time around $5,000 a month. So it felt like, oh, $500 a month, this is big. In addition to my, all my other expenses, right? $5,000 was not my take home. That was my gross during the time. I have talked with our bookkeeper a lot, um, Ayana of Lovely Financials, about m- keeping me in check when it comes to buying courses or coaching. And one of the things that she said is you want to keep that no more than 10% of your overall budget. Right now, coaching for me is about 5 to 7% per month and per year it stays the same of my invest of my overall budget. So if you are a budgeter for your business, you just need to think how much will this take of my budget? And remember too, a lot of people are really worried about spending money. Maybe some of you are super scrappy. You are able to bootstrap a bunch of different things together. But when it comes to coaching, or mastermind and invest in your business, it's going to have to hurt just a little bit. It's going to have to be tough because you need it so badly. So somebody else asked me this the other day. They said, well, I don't, I said to them, they asked me the question, you know, should I do coaching? Should I do mastermind? I said, what's your budget? And they're like, well, actually, I don't really know. Like, I don't know the ballpark. So the ballpark that I've seen is I've seen some people who have paid $50,000 for coaching. I'm never going to do that. And I've seen somebody who is paid as low as $500 a month, which is probably, I think that was around $6,000 a year, if I'm doing my math right. So $6,000 a year versus $50,000 a year. Now, there's going to be some more factors you're going to want to consider, but budget is a big one. If you cannot afford it, do not do it because it's you know, and what I mean by not afford is it's going to put you in the negative. Don't do that. And remember, this is my experience too. So if you have other people you want to ask about coaching versus masterminds, please, by all means, ask them. This is what I've experienced in my decisions to do coaching versus mastermind. 
Okay, let's talk about the differences between the two. Mastermind. Um, there's peer masterminds, which means you just get together with a group of other people and you just decide that you're going to do a weekly, bi-weekly or once a month mastermind. I recommend that this are no more than six people. That can get... Any more than six just gets real crazy. I have one where it is a group of four and I have one where it's a group of five of us. And that has been fantastic. One has been meeting now for three years. We meet every Wednesday, 1030 on Zoom. And actually what's funny is three, all three of them are my clients. They were my clients in the very beginning, but we've all been navigating. We're all in this blogging world for a very long time almost 10 years, actually over 10 years. And we have a lot of things that we've grown up in. And then I have my CEO mastermind and we primarily talk over Voxer and we meet once a year in Mexico. We choose an all-inclusive in one location and we meet there and we spend four to five days literally masterminding together. And we don't have a great amount of structure to my CEO mastermind. We pretty much meet for breakfast and then we meet at the pool and we talk all morning in the pool about different questions and we're allowed to ask anything. It's confidential what is said, which should be of any mastermind, any coaching that you do. What is said there is confidential. It stays in the group. And then we usually have lunch and then we come back to the pool and then we talk more. And through these very casual conversations over the five days, Every single one of us walks away with either an aha personally, um, spiritually, we are all of the Christian faith, we are all believers, and that was a big piece for us, is we saw that the whole of our business was not just us being the CEO of our business, but we were also moms, and we were also people who were participating in our local church, and we were also women who had a deep faith that was important to us. So how did we look at ourselves holistically and talk about these things? in a very real and honest way. So it's not just always sharing, you know, here's this business tip or here's this one. Of course, there's those deep moments that we get into the nitty gritty, but it's a lot of like, hey, I'm struggling with this piece. Um, It's spiritually bumping up against this or bumping up against this. And how can we encourage each other in that? This mastermind developed a couple of years ago. Jocelyn Sams and I were together at a conference and we talked about how we're just really craving this need for talking about the holistic piece of being a business owner. And then it just trickled from there. You know, we got the five people and then we agreed to go to Mexico because an all-inclusive means you don't have to think about food. You don't have to think about anything, really. You're not renting a house and then someone has to cook. You're just showing up and we're good to go. So we did it in Cancun two years. We're doing it in Cabo this year. And then we also added a second meeting, mid-year meeting, because we felt like we needed to be together. And we hit Nashville last year and we'll kind of move around to everybody's home location. And that has been such a good experience for me to have that group of people to ask my last minute questions, to share my doubts. The same with my Wednesday one, very similar to, I would say we talk more tactical stuff and we talk about our struggles. Those two peer masterminds have been so helpful for me. A peer mastermind can just start very organically. Just ask somebody else. Ask somebody else that you feel like you have a connection with and then say, hey, do you want to meet? And my peer mastermind on Wednesday 
our structure is we share our wins. We go around and then somebody's in the hot seat and then we wrap it up the end with goals. And then every once in a while, when we feel like we've gotten off, we'll just each take 15 minutes to give an update. But we know each other so well now that we know when we ask a question and somebody's face does this, we're like, oh, we know what that means. So this long-term connection with people is super valuable because people know when you bump up against things that are hard, right? Masterminds paid. Okay, so this is a little bit different. When you have a peer mastermind, there's no money on the table, right? There's relationship on the table, which I will say sometimes is so so much more important than the money. So you want to make sure if you're joining a peer mastermind and things are not going the way that you want them to go, it's always important to find a way to preserve relationship. To just say, hey, you guys, this isn't working for me. I'm having a really hard time, whatever it is. But just be honest about that so you're not burning bridges. All right, paid mastermind. I've only done this once, and it was a paid mastermind of six people. It was just for a short period of time. It was probably four months. And that's when I discovered that if it's paid coaching versus mastermind, I am a coach person because I can't have too many pieces of influence in my life in a paid situation. And I don't know why that is for me. And some people might say to me like, well, Kate, you have two peer masterminds. How is that different? I just think it's different when you put money on the table. Because when you put money on the table, there has to be a return on your investment. So you feel differently about what you're getting from that paid mastermind. And because I'm so high fact finder, high follow through, people speaking into me in a hot seat What you're basically allowing is, in my situation, five other people to give their opinions on your business, whereas that's they're giving lots of ideas. And most of us as entrepreneurs, we are not idea poor. We are time poor. We have things that we want to get to, but we just don't have the time. Most of us don't need more ideas, right? So that for me is not the best way. I would probably never again do a paid mastermind simply because of my personality. Now, other people might love a paid mastermind because they love the collaboration piece. They love the connection. And maybe you can't find a peer mastermind. Then if you're going to join a paid mastermind, the same rules apply. Time commitment, personality, budget, and your why. You have to know those before you join the mastermind. You might even join it just because you want a connection with that person who's leading it. Maybe it's a way of networking. I think that's a great idea. Just know that that's your goal. If you're like, I'm going to sign up for this paid mastermind because I want to get to that person. That's great. Just remember the other 10 people in that group are going to contribute to your business too. So you have to filter out some of that. Masterminds, I think I've seen them at the same kind of costs anywhere from $1,000 a month all the way up to, again, like the $50,000 mark. You have to take into consideration your budget. Coaching. Um, Coaching is usually one-to-one, meaning one to four times per month, or like I talked about with my speaking coaching, that can be just a segment of time where maybe you meet once a week. It's usually an hour session. Um, You need to ask, do you get email or voice access? Some coaches do Voxer, some do Marco Polo. I text with my coach just on iMessage because we both have iPhones. 
She keeps a lot of the messages that I send her. Um, you have one person working with you. So this the way that it's happened for me is you have your meeting, you discuss everything that's on that, and you're given action items. Then two weeks later, you revisit those action items. Did you get them done? Okay, let's talk about what's next. You can also during these times talk about some personality things that are really affecting you. You Maybe you want a coach that's very, for lack of a better term, woo-woo, right? Um, really into that whole thing. Maybe you want a coach that is very targeted in a specific type of industry. I chose my coach because I needed her to tell me how to grow and scale an agency. I needed to know if she had experience in that, and she did. So I needed her to help me not only grow the agency, but grow the business holistically. How did we continue to grow Simple Pin to um, invest in our departments? And since I have worked with her, we've overhauled our services. We've overhauled our messaging. We've added two new departments that are fully running independent of me. That's our images department and our promoted pins department. And then we set up the membership. So my return on investment has been significant. And I will continue to coach with her until I feel like I need a little bit of a break. And there will come a point where you feel like, man, I, I just need a break from all the, the rigorous every two weeks, somebody telling me what to do. That hasn't hit for me yet. Um, the first coach with Leslie, we coached for three years. And it actually naturally ended because of two things that were happening in both of our lives personally that were very significant grief points. And so we just decided, let's just, we can't coach through this. We just need to allow ourselves to stop for a little bit. And that was a good break for me. And I took about six to eight months off. And then I decided to jump back into the game. Actually, I took a full year off. And I did find myself spinning a little bit. I knew at the time, okay, I need something again. What's it going to be? And that's when I joined the paid mastermind. And that's when I realized, oh, I am a coach person. And then I took another amount of time off. I think it was probably... Um, eight or nine months. And then I started to interview people. So that is the last piece of the puzzle that you need to put in place. Before you hit the buy button, interview the person. Some people have podcasts where you can listen to their voice. You can listen to how they teach. That's great. But getting them one-on-one -on -one in a call with you and asking them questions is so so, so important. It gives you a hint of their personality and they will answer your questions directly. Have at least four to five ready to go for what your goals are. How do those questions line up with why you're getting coaching? Why are you asking for this person to invest in your business and what do you need from them? So take some time before you really, I asked this question actually recently on Instagram, we were talking about buying courses. Are you the person that gets sucked in by a promotion? Or do you take a step to purchase something when you know you need it to you know that you need a particular skill? I would really suggest to you that before you get caught up in the big waves of promotion with a person that maybe you super respect and you really want to get connected with them, please stop ask a few other people their opinion. Ask if maybe they had somebody who was in their particular mastermind or coach before, get their feedback. That is probably one of the most important things you can do. Um, somebody came to me 
to ask about working with my current coach. And I shared with them my experience. And I said, but you're going for something different than me. So you need to list out your questions that are applicable to your business goals because your business goals are different than mine. And once you meet with them, you need to determine if their answers are what you're looking for. Because of course, everybody is in this business to make money. But what you want is the sweet spot where, yeah, you're giving money to this person and you're helping them make money, but they're giving back to you in such a dynamic way. I have heard of coaching and masterminds going so badly and so hurtful, and they're such a waste of money. There's a lot of money flowing in this industry. There's no joke about it. If you have somebody who can charge 50 grand for coaching, that's bonkers, right? So you need to decide why you're doing it ask the right questions, and make sure you connect with that person. Last, here's another alternative, which I think is a really low-cost alternative, but still gives you a taste of the person you could potentially coach with and gets you the information you need. And those are membership communities. You can get targeted feedback from the leader and the community, plus you're getting training and you can ask questions at the same time. Brooke Castillo is somebody I've listened to on her podcast and I've listened to her being interviewed. She has one that's great for business that I continue to hear great things about. I think it is around $300 a month. So it is going to be less than one-to-one coaching, but you're still getting somewhat access to her. I know Amy Porterfield has one. We have one in particular for Pinterest. There are many other communities that offer memberships for the thing that they teach. And again, what I like about that is it's a good entry point before you get to coaching, before you get to masterminds that will give you the accountability you need to get through the content, which is a lot different than a course. It's kind of an ongoing coaching model. So inside our membership, the Simple Pin Collective, I have a once a month, sometimes even twice a month meeting with my collective students where I coach them, I answer questions. They can ask me anything. And then I'm also giving all the training and the teaching at the same time. Plus, I'm bringing in experts too. So while it's not this dedicated time set aside twice a month, it's not coaching, it's not masterminds, it is a very good entry level investment. All right. So that is all that I have to say about coaching or masterminds. So now whenever anybody asks, I can send them straight here. But I'd also love to hear about your experience with coaching or masterminds. Um, How has that gone for you? I mean, obviously don't name names. I mean, you can certainly drop names if you felt like it was a really good experience, but please don't drop the names if it was a bad experience. Nobody ever wants to see that because it's just not good. Um. Visit simplepinmedia.com slash 179. Please post your comment there. We do read those. I would love to hear about your experience. And I think what that will help our community is that when I get these questions about coaching versus mastermind, not only will I have this podcast to share with them, but they can go to the blog post and hear about your experiences too, which could be different than mine. If you are ready to take the entry point into a membership, we would love to have you join the Simple Pin Collective. You can go to simplepinmedia.com slash collective and join. It's just $97 a month and you can get tons of information about Pinterest, lots of resources. There's nine units in there all about Pinterest. I mean, 
We've covered it all. There's going to be even more probably past the time if you're listening to this episode outside of the beginning of the year. There's going to be more. We have tons of extra expert people come in and you can always ask me, hey, Kate, I want you to find this person to bring in our community. I'll try. I mean, if you ask me to get Amy Porterfield, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, but I can definitely try to get more people in there so you can get more information that will help you build your business. Plus, I want to help you build your business. I know that everybody's businesses allow them to do something big in their life and in the lives of the people who follow their business. So that's why we have the membership. All right, share with me your experience of coaching or masterminds, both paid and peer. Go to simplepinmedia.com slash 179 for more information. All righty, thanks so much for listening. Thanks.